Hello. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Wolf Den Live, episode 29. Now without an AC. You said it last time. <laughs> well, you keep turning it off while, like, while we're What do you want talking. me to do? Turn it off before. Turn it off during the Sonic and Knuckles music. I, do, you, do you see what I'm doing right now? How many how many devices do I got? Or I got right, the right. laptop, I got the iPad, I got my phone, I'm tweeting, I got then I got a boop. Alright, so why don't you I got I got a lot of things. So next week I'll do the boop for the AC. No, How's that? No, I'm doing the boop. Alright, fine. I I won't do anything then. I'll just sit here with my mother's iPad because I left my Mac charger at work. Again. So how's everybody doing? I'm doing okay. I'm actually, you know, t- I I feel pretty good today. Yeah. Last night, I had a solid seven hours of sleep, which never Ooh. happens. Um, I did my hair differently. I used a I used a uh, sea salt spray. Don't give me that face. That's a weird thing to put in your hair. Sea salt spray. Every time I come out of the ocean, I like have to reach, you know, shampoo yeah, my it's hair. It's not. You're not. <laughs> bathing in the sea salt spray you just spritz a little bit it gives it a nice little like wave this is like that ep- the episode of Seinfeld when Kramer tries to sell people on uh, a perfume that makes you smell like the beach and everybody's like no because when you come home from the beach you take a shower yeah. so that you don't smell like the beach no like people like suntan lotion yeah. that's different that's yeah, not that's, like yeah, no. diving to the ocean yeah but anyway Oh, also, I had a coffee on the train, like a nice iced coffee, so I yeah. didn't sleep on the train on the way home. Nice. So I didn't feel like I just woke up when I got off the train. <laughs> I get shocked awake every time. Yeah. I feel I feel pretty good. Nice. How about you? How do you feel? Tired. It's a long day. Uh, well, I'm glad that I have enough energy for the boat. Yes. Yeah. I, dude, I've, like, I had to do work in the city, and then I come home, and... I don't know if you know this, but I'm engaged. So, like, we had to go look at wedding, wedding venues stuff. Oh, that's is, what you did? Which is fine, yeah. It's probably a little stressful. Actually, no. This one this one wasn't uh, wasn't stressful. Mm. This one was nice. But it does take a lot out of you. Yes, I could imagine. Yeah. You might notice this big black thing over here. This <laughs> is my Microsoft Surface, which I never use anymore. Microsoft Surface 2. Uh, I have the chat on here. I also have... Oh, wait. I'm supposed to not be using this. Oh, yeah. There we go. Probably looks better now. Okay. So, oh, shut up, iPad. <laughs> Lots to talk about. Yeah. Uh, first thing we wanted to talk about was that you saw Ghostbusters. I did. I didn't. I, I was w- afraid. I I was afraid neither <laughs> of us saw it. But no, yeah, I'm happy no, you I did. I saw it last night. Um, really, last night? Yeah. Hmm. It's good. It's good. It is good. I was afraid to see it. But I must stress, it is very different from the Ghostbusters that we're used to. It's more in line with modern day comedies and the sensibilities of like that. It's actually got more in common with the Jump Street movies, I would say, than Ghostbusters. Because it's that like, you know, rapid pace, improvisational style humor. Whereas in the original, it was like very laid back and very matter of fact. All the humor in that. Um... It's not a it's not a great movie. It's not a perfect movie. Um, the references they put in, with the exception of one, is, are like very obvious. Uh, it has that problem that a lot of post Batman Begins movies have, where you know they reboot it and they go back to the origin, 
but then they over-explain everything. Like, we learn the origin of their logo, of the car, of the firehouse. So in this universe, there were no Ghostbusters before these women. Correct. Okay. Yeah, these are the first. But other than that, and, like, you know, the the ending kind of turns into, like, a CGI fest. But other than that, like, it's good. It's funny. Like, it works. All the performances are great. Kate McKinnon is excellent in this. Chris Hemsworth, like, you'll never be able to watch Thor the same way again after seeing this. He is so good. He is good. He's so good. I was expecting his character to be garbage. No, like, it is so good. Like, the opposite of sexist. Like sexism to the opposite sex. You know, it's funny because it's like there are parts in it in it where like you feel like maybe they were aware of all the gross backlash against it because there's a they st- probably anticipated there's it. there is a scene in it when because like they're posting their stuff to YouTube and uh, Kristen Wiig's reading the comments and she says, "Ain't no bitches busting ghosts." What? That's mean. <laughs> so there was that, but it, I I recommend it 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 does the franchise good uh i'm excited to see where it goes now with ghostbusters 2 whatever they wind up calling it um and i hope this is uh a long-running franchise because there when this movie was coming out there were there was the argument from like pro female ghostbusters people saying like ghostbusters it's just one movie it was never intended to be a franchise this isn't right. some sacred cow but you gotta realize yeah it may not have been you know intended to be a long-running franchise but now it is right you know that cartoon which i'll argue is how we all remember ghostbusters from nope more more so than (laughs) more so than the movie they didn't this movie or then the old the original movie because they didn't call him slimer in the movie they called him slimer in the cartoon oh i didn't know that yeah and a lot of like things we think about of ghostbusters come from the cartoon so that cartoon ran for like seven seasons you know, there was the spin-off cartoon, Extreme Ghostbusters, that lasted for a while. I only remember Extreme Ghostbusters. There was, uh, you know, the, I did my video on the comics, you can check that out. The, that's been running for a while. The game. And the fact that, you know, every state has their own Ghostbusters club where people get together and build proton packs and dress up like the Ghostbusters. Kind of like, you know, another version of the Star Wars, the 501st Stormtrooper Legion. So, like it or not, Ghostbusters is a franchise, and this movie is a good jumping off point for a new franchise, and a franchise that keeps Ghostbusters alive. Really? Yeah. That's saying a lot. So, most people are saying it's good. It is. Period. Yeah. <laughs> so, you think that it, you want more. I do, I do want more. I was not upset with this movie. If they, if they start making more Ghostbusters... I will definitely go see them. Well, now I have to see this. Yeah. I didn't want to see it. Now I have to see it. I, I would definitely say, you know, recommend seeing it. Again, it's not, it's not great. It it's, doesn't live up to, you know, this is going to sound like I'm damning with fan praise. Like, it's the, the original Ghostbusters movie is still the best. But this is up there. You know, regardless of how you feel about Ghostbusters 2, this is a little bit better than it just because it's doing some things different. But then again, because Ghostbusters 1 and Ghostbusters 2 have the same plot, and this sort of also has the same plot. Right. But it's it's done in a new, unique way. I was expecting this to be kind of following the same formula, at least. It, it does, but you know they, they make it work. So, I know a lot of people don't like Ghostbusters 2. I don't remember anything from it. The thing so, with why Ghostbusters don't people 2, like it? 
Ghostbusters 2, the plot is the exact same as the first. Okay. Because, like, they start from nothing. Uh, they, do a, they do a job. Uh, they prove people wrong. The government gets involved and throws them in jail. Then they see all the ghosts take over New York. And then they have to, you know, finally the mayor says all the Ghostbusters have to save the day. It's like beat for beat for beat. Mm-hmm. Uh, Honest Trailers did a good video on that. Uh, I would say check that out. My thing with Ghostbusters 2 is, yes, all that's true. But when I'm watching it, I'm still laughing at a lot of the things they're doing. So that, to me, like makes up for it. Okay. It's not like the best example I can give is The Hangover 2. Like, that is yeah. a straight copy of the original. Yeah, that wasn't cool. But that wasn't even, like, funny. Like, they were just trying to one-up themselves. And Ghostbusters 2, I felt like they were just trying to naturally, like, find the jokes, you know, in the performances and stuff. Like, my one of my favorite scenes in Ghostbusters is in the beginning when they're digging a hole in First Avenue. In Ghostbusters 2, they're just digging a hole in First Avenue and they're trying to tell Con Ed and the police, like, why they're doing it. <laughs> So, what was the big, the big villain in Ghostbusters one was Zool, right? It was Gozer the Gozerian. Zool and Vince Clortho were his like minions. Okay, and in Ghostbusters two, it was what the it was Stay the Puff? painting. No, it was the painting. Uh, Vigo the Carpathian painting. Stay Puft Marshmallow Man was in the first movie. I always thought the painting was from the first movie. No, painting is the second movie. God, I'm I'm, I'm way behind <laughs> my Ghostbusters knowledge. Yeah. I'd also like to, I forgot, usually when we start off the show, I say hello to everybody. Yeah. I'm going to ignore this person because he keeps telling me to shout him out. <laughs> hello, Connor. Hello, Vicky. Hello, Adam. Hello, guy number 20, reluctantly. Hello, Sonic the Headshot. Who else? AJ, uh, Allies, Caloric. Corndog, no the Corndog. Corndog, the Corndog. This name I'm not going to say out loud. <laughs> who I banned because of his name. <laughs> Mass Panther. Sergio, hello everybody, and hello Matthew the Gamer, even though I said it wasn't good. Yeah, hello Matthew the Gamer. And hello everybody at Twitch, who is just guy number 20. (laughs) Uh, Thank you for being here. So overall, you said you liked it. Yes, I I definitely recommend it. And I have to see it? You You don't have to do anything. All right, so Star Trek is coming out. Yeah, I keep forgetting that's coming out. Which one should I see? Hmm. I like the last two Star Treks. I keep forgetting Star Trek's coming out. I mean, it's up to you. I we've, you know. Did whatever. you like Ghostbusters more than everybody else? I don't think so. No, you think you were on par with everybody? I think I'm on par with everybody okay. else. Okay. So yeah, at, uh, Sonic the Hedgehog says, "How is the comedy in the new movie? Is it too cheesy?" There are parts that are a little cheesy, for the most part. You know, it, it works. There's a lot of good stuff. Like I said, Kate McKinnon is the funniest thing in the movie. I like Bridesmaids. Yeah. It's the same director. Yes. And it's, you know, similar style. Um, there are some parts, like, there's a very slapsticky Melissa McCarthy part that... My fi- I don't like. My fiancé, like, was cracking up the whole time. I, I just thought it was mildly amusing. Um, I don't like a lot of, uh, like, cheesy physical comedy. Yeah. A lot of physical comedy these days seems to lean towards yeah. the cheesy. There's not a lot of physical comedy in this. Okay. I mean, people get slimed, obviously, but right. Yeah, you know, there's not a lot of it. 
Vicky says she wants to see it. Well, do you want to see that or do you want to see Star Trek Beyond? Because I kind of want to see Star Trek Beyond, but I'll see either. Do a double feature. I'm not doing a double feature. I used to do double features. Ain't all nobody time. got time for that. <laughs> <laughs> now the black actress. Leslie Jones. Jones. Leslie Jones. Yes. Who's great in this. Has been getting a lot of crap on Twitter. In fact, she left Twitter because of all the crap yeah. she's been getting. It's a lot of racist and like bigot yeah, screw garbage. Yeah, screw you guys for doing that. I mean, but, but it started this wave. Like, everybody's like, no, that's messed up that she's leaving Twitter. Twitter's got to do something about this. And then Twitter's like, fine, we'll do something about it. And Twitter started banning accounts that were, you know, like being like trolling yeah. Twitter and stuff. So now it's like an ethics question. Like, you're set now, you're censoring people. Well, not to get into, not to really get into it, but like, let's get into it. Twitter, it's Twitter's platform. They're a, they're a private company. They can do what they want with their product. Right. They have, you know, you you look at the terms and services stuff. Like there are things in there you have to abide by. Right. And if you don't abide by them, they ha- they are within their right to throw you out. You know, when when people say my First Amendment right is in violation, that's only if the government right comes in and tells you you can't do certain things. Also, Twitter's a free service. Yeah. You you you're like a guest there, but. There's a lot of accounts like ISIS accounts that they just right. let happen. And previously they were able to just let those happen because they let everything slide by. Yeah. Which I honestly love Twitter being the Wild West. Yeah. You can't be on the internet with a thin skin. The, mm-hmm. the stuff that Leslie Jones was getting was probably way over my head and probably really bad. Yeah. But uh, I, I. I like Twitter being the Wild West. I like having even people who could, who could I mean, rip me apart. Yeah, don't get me wrong. Like I'm all for like free and open speech and discussion and all that. But I'm not, you know, going to be like boycotting or like getting mad at Twitter or any website really for stepping in and, you know, taking a stand and like blocking people who are, you know, abusing the platform. Right. You know. It just, you know, like you have to yourself ban people if, yeah. if if you don't like what they're saying. Right, but at the same time, like someone like Leslie Jones who was getting an overwhelming amount of racist right. comments, like that becomes a burden on her, and she's got other better things to do. But it, but you know, it also speaks to Twitter that that's just the community that Twitter has, and I don't think that it's Twitter's responsibility to have to weed them out. You know what I mean? Right. It's like complaining about YouTube comments. But you know? in the same, like, I don't think Twitter wants that reputation of a place where... I'm sure they don't. You know, anybody can come and say bad things to anybody they want. Like, no, like nobody wants that. I'm sure, they, I'm sure that they don't want so. that. But, you know, again, it's like YouTube comments. They're, they're almost all garbage. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I could, like, make them subscriber only. But, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's tough. But I like to err on the side of, uh, you know, free speech, Wild West, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. Jim West, Desperada. Rough Rider. Rider. No, no, you, you don't, don't want, want nada. nada. But again, it's her choice to leave. I think right. I think if she can't handle it, leave. And say, I don't, and I think she handled it very well, yeah. actually. She said, I don't want to be here anymore. You guys are disgusting. Goodbye. Yeah. I don't think it's Twitter's responsibility to then step in and start banning people. 
after well, the fact, especially. Well, yeah, I, I honestly like it feels like a reactionary thing. Like, yeah. well, like abuse on Twitter is like a known problem. What she should have done was, I don't want to be here anymore. You guys are disgusting. I'm going over to Facebook, <laughs> that's or Instagram or yeah. something where the community's better. Well, you know, yeah, because like Twitter has like a, a reputation for like. You know, have, letting abuse fly. You know, right. we see this with uh, Nita Sarkeesian and the Gamergate thing. You know, it, it happens. And, you know, f- the fact that it's so easy and open to do it on Twitter, you know, I mean, I hate to say it, but, like, there really should be, like, things in place to, you know, help weed out anybody who's abusing the platform. There, there should. And, you know, if they're doing it now, like, it's too late, you know, better late than never, I guess. So, I mean, there are plenty of troll accounts that oh, I yeah. follow that are funny as hell. <laughs> uh, seems to be a split consensus in the chat. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mid Games says they're abusing the system. Uh, Atten says, I hate ISIS accounts. They can suck a bag of dicks. <laughs> they sure can. They sure can. Vicky says, freedom of speech does not equal freedom of consequence. Yeah, Bob is lame. <laughs> also, apparently I look like a professor. We switched. You're wearing the button-down shirt. I am. I'm wearing the t-shirt. I, I had to look nice going to venues. So, I, you know. So, I you, feel changed like, to get, you changed out of your suit to wear that. Yeah. Interesting. And uh, still wearing uncomfortable shoes, though. So You're not wearing shoes. No, you're not, I'm not even wearing, wearing shoes. shoes. No, I'm not. Because, you know, I'm home. I want to unwind. I right. want to relax. So, when this is done, I'm going to go right in my PJs and just relax. PJs, bro. Yeah. PJs. All right. You didn't need to know that. <laughs> All right, let's get into the news. Yes, let's get into what we're here to talk about. I really want to talk about the Ubisoft earnings report. Yay! Yay! <laughs> so, I'm going to read a... I didn't really find a good uh, breakdown of everything that happened. Except for the Twitter account... Z huge E X. That's Z H U G E E X. He is awesome. Mm-hmm. I think he's a Chinese guy from China. Okay. I'm not. Ju- I'm not just generalizing. <laughs> he's actually Chinese. Good. Um, and he's a really good games analyst. And he listens to all these earnings right. and stuff. He did a breakdown on Twitter of everything that happened. Some interesting things were said at this right. earnings report. Um, so coming up. July through September, Ubisoft is releasing Grow Up. I'm sorry, Champions. Wait, Package and Digital. Okay, Package and Digital, Champions of Anturial? I don't know. Digital, Grow Up, Hasbro Battleship, Hasbro Risk, Urban Assault, Uno. Uh, Rock Gods, Tap Tour. Whittle, whittle, whittle. <laughs> Uh, Tom Clancy's The Division Expansion 1, Tom Clancy's The Division Expansion 2. And that's between... That's between July through September, so that's not okay. including Watch Dogs. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Shift to 8th Gen continues to take place as PS4 and Xbox One and PC dominate. Ubisoft sales share in the last quarter. So, to sum up, uh, quarter one revenue is up 44% year over year. So they're up 44%, which is pretty crazy. Yeah. Oh, and uh, their back catalog is up 36% year over year. That means nothing really good came out <laughs> selling the back catalog. The most interesting, I think, 
is this graph, which I will bring up on the screen. It might take a second. Uh, it's Ubisoft's digital sales. 75% of all sales this year. Really? Have been digital. 75%. 75%, which is ridiculous. Wow. I've never seen something like that. Let me see if I can bring it up on the screen. Desktop. No. Boop. Boop. There we go. So, in first quarter of 2011, there was barely any digital sales. First quarter of 2012, it was about a quarter digital sales versus physical mm-hmm. sales. Uh, first quarter of 2013, it was about half, which is a huge jump. Yeah. Uh, first quarter of 2014, it was back down to a quarter. That is because Watch Dogs came out mm. of the first quarter of 2014. Oh, no, it came out thir- twenty. No, it came no. out twenty fourteen. So, in March, I think. Yeah. So that caused an influx of physical sales. So again, quarter one twenty fifteen, half digital physical. Quarter one twenty sixteen, seventy five percent digital. I think that's because a lot of old stuff. It's because of a lot of DLC. Yeah. It's because people love digital. And people, yeah. You know. I'm more or less all digital because I just don't want space anymore. I think that's great. Yeah. Uh, what else do we got here? Yeah, Watch Dogs. Uh, Ubisoft says Watch Dogs was the best-selling new IP at launch in 2014. Has sold over 10 million. They say it was innovative, apparently. Hmm. 85% of players who played the first game want to play Watch Dogs 2. They said open world at least four times during this part. <laughs> you know how Ubisoft loves their open world? Oh, yeah. So, I think we can say that Watch Dogs 2 is going to be massive. Yeah. Especially because people playing the first Watch Dogs are like, this is good, but the second one's going to be better. Yeah, everybody said that. And the second one looks damn good, mm-hmm. I have to say. But it does look like generic Ubisoft. Yeah. Uh, Ubisoft now talking about Ghost Recon. He's like live tweeting it. Mm-hmm. Uh, innovative open world, etc. You guys know it by now. Ubisoft talking about For Honor. Remember For Honor? I always yes. forget about For Honor. That game looks good to me. I- I'm not into medieval, but you said you could play as a samurai. Yes. So um, I'm going to be playing as a samurai. I'm in. Samurai, a knight, and something else. I don't remember. A viking. When does uh, the Fractured But Whole came out the, come out the South Park game? Is it this year? I just had that open. Why did I close that? Uh, Ubisoft says the South Park has had very strong pre-orders, obviously. Everybody's excited for that. Mm-hmm. 91% positive sentiment from fans, of course. Why would you not December 6th of this year. All right, so that's going to be huge. Yeah. Ubisoft is going to have a really good And it's year. got a sweet uh, pre-order uh, thing from Amazon. It's uh, Cartman on his little uh, tricycle, just as, and forgive me for saying this, the coon. <laughs> And it'll be an RC car. That's going to be an amazing game. Yeah. And I hate when they say uh, 91% positive sentiment from fans. They're fans. They're, they're, they're going to like it. That, yeah. That, that number means nothing, and it could, be, uh, it could easily be skewed. Yeah. Uh, Plus, if, you really, if the game comes out and it's bad, they're going to turn on you like that. So That's true. Steep will be released in December. That actually looks pretty good. I'm actually pretty excited about that. Yeah. I hope it's not a full retail release. I hope it's just a digital like platform. I think it is a full retail. I think it is too. 
I was kind of hoping it's like a thirty dollars download or something. Yeah. You know, that just keeps updating like Par- an MMO. Apparently, and this has nothing to do with anything we're talking about. Batman Arkham VR is going to be only twenty dollars. Yeah, I heard it's, it's probably going to be really short. Yeah, and people think that the uh, Arkham Collection was delayed to include that, so that then it'll be like a sixty dollars purchase plus mm-hmm. you get the VR thing, so it's all packaged. Because I heard together. it was. I heard that was delayed because they were having a lot of frame rate issues, probably, and a lot of like technical issues. And Warner Brothers is like, not again. You know why? Because they they ported the entire engine. It's, they're they're yeah, doing they're, it in a they're whole, moving it to a whole new end. Everything, yeah, which is dumb, really dumb. Pe- there, there's comparisons on YouTube between regular Arkham City and the, the updated one. one, and it looks worse. Yeah, because they, they messed up all the art direction. Yeah. So, I'm, I'm glad they're fixing that. Yeah. Uh, where are we now? Ubisoft says this year is all about digital transformation. Obviously, they're yeah. selling a lot of digital stuff. Expanding into new geographic regions. Asia, China is now oh, yeah, China. a brand yeah. new market for video games. It was previously illegal to have video games in China. Yeah. Now, a whole new market's open. So, yeah. these video game companies are going to make so much money. Mm-hmm. Uh, VR and esports, etc. They're also focusing on VR and esports. Uh, I don't know what they think they're doing in esports. Yeah, they don't really have any no. like esports type games. Uh, Ubisoft says they are working on improving profitability of DLC, mm. Mm. increased focus on season and pass, mm. division and Rainbow Six. Of course, not about that. Not happy about that. Also, Rainbow Six community is not that big. No. No, definitely not. Hey, the here's division, an, maybe. But. Here's an idea. Bring back Rainbow Six Patriots. Yeah, that looked amazing. <laughs> like, why Why am I not playing that? Give, give Rainbow Six to a small developer and say, do whatever you want with this. Give Rainbow Six back to Red Storm, your yes. team that created it. Yes, let and them, let them do what they want with it. Yeah. Don't try to make an esports game out of it's Rainbow Six. Stupid esports game or stupid open world sandbox where you have to like capture waypoints and nonsense. You can ride on ATVs or Pumas or whatever <laughs> nonsense. Bastards, piece of garbage. Oh. Keep talking, I'm mad. This is this is this will get you even more mad. Ubisoft says that they expect Rainbow Six Siege for for honor and steep to be successful in esports. Okay. Rainbow Six Siege was well received. Plan to hold more competitions. Okay, Rainbow Six Siege, I can sort of see as an esport. Yeah, but it's not. <laughs> so I don't know what they think they're talking steep, about. Steep. I mean, it's a sports game. I guess you can make that an esports. What the hell is For Honor gonna? How the hell is that gonna be an esport? How are you gonna do? I feel like For Honor maybe would feel like a like a League of Legends type deal because there's a lot, of, no, a lot of minions. No, and stuff. I. But I mean, steep, I guess that depends on how its multiplayer works. That's that's how its multiplayer is going to work for sure. Steep, I don't know because it's an open world. There's like paths you can set and stuff. Yeah, but like you, you, the whole goal of Steep is finding those paths. I guess unless they have predetermined paths, you can't make everything an eSport. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and you can't shoehorn in esports garbage. Mm-hmm. Ubisoft says that Japan is a growing territory for Ubisoft, which I think is interesting. Yeah. Because you always think Japan is the mecca of video games. 
blah, blah, could go from being number seven market for them to three or four. Huh. Ubisoft says that Watch Dogs 2 is very high potential. Not disclosing specific forecasts, but believe it will sell in the region of Watch Dogs 1. If it, they're, they're expecting it to sell as much as Watch Dogs 1, they're going to be fine. Because yeah. it's definitely going to sell more than Watch Dogs oh, 1. Yeah. Actual quote from Ubisoft just now. We expect Ghost Recon to revolutionize the industry. I severely doubt that. Yeah, I, I think that game is going to bomb similarly to The Division. You know why? Because it's the same goddamn game. Yeah. I mean, I don't know about bombing, but I think people will definitely get wise to the fact. Because it doesn't look like Ghost Recon. I I shouldn't have said bombing, because The Division did very well. Yeah. But it reviewed poorly. So, Ghost Recon will review poorly. I don't know if it will sell well. Yeah. I doubt it will sell as well as they think if they think it's going to revolutionize the industry. There's yeah. nothing revolutionary about it. There's nothing. Yeah. I What's don't... one thing that's revolutionary about it? I don't know. Uh, Ubisoft says that their sales in China are split 50-50 PC to console. This is interesting. Mm-hmm. Opposite of Japan, which is 90-10 in favor of console. So 90% console in Japan. Really? Yeah. Which is crazy. Oh, I guess they don't understand that you know PC is the superior gaming machine over in Land of the Rising Sun. Ubisoft being asked about Pokemon Go and whether they have any similar games in development. Give them, give them a year and they're gonna. Ubisoft are impressed by what Nintendo has achieved. In quotes. Ubisoft have a title in development that will use AR. Which is not the best part. Of Wait, Nintendo has? Ubisoft oh, has Ubisoft. a title in development. Okay. Did I say Nintendo? Ubisoft has a title in development that will use AR. Okay. AR is not what makes Pokemon Go good. Yeah. No. I had the AR turned off because yeah, it's, it's hard. Yeah. Um, I do have an article pulled up. Ubisoft CEO Yves Gilmon has seen the really great Nintendo NX and it's going to help the industry to continue to grow and bring casual gamers back. Funny you say that, Will. Because that was next and I have the same article. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, actually, yeah, Ubisoft now being asked about Xbox One S and NX. They're excited about both, obviously. Mm-hmm. I will also, I would also like to point out that when the Wii U came out, Ubisoft also said, great potential, I think it's going to be awesome, and we're going to have a lot of games on it. Well, they did, and then they <laughs> dropped off. Right. Uh, before we get into that, though, uh, Ubisoft revenue for quarter one 2016 split out by category. Package, 25%. Digital games, 41%. Uh, recurrent spending, add-on DLC, blah, 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 34%. So it's pretty split. Yeah. It's pretty evenly split between the three. Uh, again, some of the above. This time, split by... Po- no, we're not doing that. <laughs> oh, wait, split by platform, yes. Uh, it seems to be PS4, 31%. Xbox One, 23%. PC, guess how many percent? It's not even. So, uh, there's some left over. Don't do math in your head. I'm not. <laughs> uh, PS4, 31 from percent. Xbox One, 23%. Guess PC. 39%. 26%. Really? Less than PS4. Wow. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. I would be really interested to see that metric mm-hmm. on from Activision and EA. Yeah. Because PS4 wins out on this little master race <laughs> garbage over here. 
blah, blah, blah. Oh, and Xbox also had an earnings call. Nothing exciting happened. Yeah. Uh, so this is the quote from Ubisoft before the Wii U came out. Mm-hmm. Speaking at an investor call today, Gilmont, or Gilmo, or whatever, mm-hmm. revealed that his teams will be able to utilize a lot of work done on titles for the current HD consoles when developing for Nintendo's new platform. The platform Nintendo is coming... This is broken English. <laughs> the, the platform Nintendo is coming with is really a fantastic platform. We think it will be extremely successful. That was about the Wii U. Okay. And the quote about the NX was, on the NX, what we have seen is really great. So we think having a new machine coming is going to help the industry to continue to grow. There's also a part that was cut off mm. in, in the, you saw the IGN. Uh, hold on, I'll bring it back up. It was like, someone like, uh, we think it's going to bring in uh, casual yeah. gamers again. Trying to find the exact quote. It was... Oh, here we go. Yeah. What we've seen is really great. We think having a new machine coming is going to help the industry to continue to grow, and it takes a lot, and to take lots more casual players back to the industry. Uh, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. It seems that Nintendo is focusing on bringing in the casual gamer again, which is what they did with Pokemon Go. Right. So, do you think this gives us any more clues to what the NX is? Not necessarily. Um, well, because the Wii U, I mean, Nintendo's always focused on bringing in the casual gamer. Right. I don't think the Wii U is really focused on that. No. Um, I think what that means is they're, it's probably going to be a simpler machine to use than the Wii U. Um, it's going to have a much simpler interface. It's not going to have, like the tablet screen and whatnot. And they're in their messaging, they're going to make it much clearer what the device is. Because a lot of people when the Wii U came out thought it was uh an add on to the Wii. Right. And yeah. And nobody knew what the tablet was or how it worked or yeah, anything. Exactly. That, it was poor marketing for yeah. sure. Uh hopefully we're gonna get what we want and that is a split uh console handheld hybrid. I'm getting what I want from Nintendo, and that's the little mini NES that they're coming out yes. with. Yes. Yeah. That's going to be very good. Yeah. I'm, I'm very excited about once, that. Once that becomes available for pre-order, I'm going to pre-order People it. are upset. Immediately when that came out, people were like, this is awesome. Wait, no virtual console support? <laughs> I, I saw something that said people under 30 saw that, and they're like, oh, what a ripoff. But people over 30 are like, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, first of all, if you want virtual console support, get a console that supports virtual console. Yeah. Second of all, simpler is better. Third of all, all of the good games for the NES are on this already. Yeah. Which is amazing. That's so hard for Nintendo to do yeah. because they're all third parties. I'd say about half of them are. Yeah. A lot of them are, yes. But like the thing is, like this device isn't for the people who already own a Wii and a Wii U and download from Virtual Console regularly. And this device is certainly not for people who build Raspberry Pi emulation machines. Right. These are for people, you know, maybe older gamers who are out of the out of the game. These are for people who just want something simple to plug in and play. You know, these are not for, you know, the super hardcore crowd. This is for, you know, the more casual, the more laid back crowd. Like... I would consider myself a hardcore gamer, 
but I'm still going to buy this because I don't want to have to go through the work of, you know, hooking up a Raspberry Pi and like programming it and downloading all those games or, you know, spending, you're getting like 30 games for 60 bucks on this thing. Um, I think the math goes to like two to three dollars a game. Meanwhile, an NES game on the virtual console is five. So to buy all the games would be a lot more, you know, and like we are lucky enough. We still have our NES and it still works. I do not want to have to go keep sifting through, you know, garage sales and uh, mom and pop shops looking for games like we don't own Mega Man 2. We don't own the two Castlevania. Also, we can't upscale it. So that's another thing. Yeah, this, this, game, thing, this, this is going to be HDMI. This is, yeah, this is going to upscale. So, that, and I'm curious how they're going to do the upscaling. Are they going to stretch it? Is it going to be fit? Yeah, they're not really specifically talking about what tech's in there. So we don't know if this is going to be similar to Virtual Console emulation, which right. apparently is not very good. Um, we don't know if this is going to be a brand new proprietary thing. We also don't know how long the cables on the controllers are. Right. I mean, the NES ones are really long. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. I'm happy it's simple. People are comparing it to something you can just walk into Walgreens and buy, which I think fine. That's fine. There was one for the Sega Genesis. Yeah, awesome. I'll give I'll give the Sega Genesis um, one this. I think it has wireless controllers, um, but you can plug in your old Genesis controllers if you want. I think it comes with more games, and it has a cartridge slot so you can put in your Genesis games in there and still play. Yeah, that's amazing. The I would say you know that's something of a drawback on the mini nest you can't you know open it and add more uh your old games to it or you know it, it's it, tiny it does kind of suck that you can't like expand it like you can't download i think games, that that's i think or, that that's like weird that sega did that it's awesome but it's it's not well sega didn't make it's not console. something i expect from them right sega sega didn't make that console someone else did and then they're just like i mean they had yeah, yeah they had to approve it but um yeah, I mean, other I mean, other than the fact you can't expand it to more games, like this is a great thing. Like, I hope that yeah. I hope they do this now with the Super Nintendo. So I, I mean, we got to move on from yeah. this. Yeah, all right. But people are completely not talking about this. <laughs> AJ says I need an SNES like this. Yeah, everybody wants an, a Super yeah, Nintendo like this, which I think would also be awesome. But yeah. one thing at a time. Yeah, come on now. Eventually, they. I think that they will well, yeah. once this sells like crazy. Yeah. Uh, Stormshock says two grown men talking about video games passionately, not even devs. Two views. I'm so sorry. You're missing the party over on YouTube. He's sitting here. <laughs> he's sitting here all alone on Twitch. Oh, poor guy. Uh, Live to rock. Hey guys. Hey, live to rock. Uh, Kai says I'm 16 and I want the NES Classic Edition. There you go. I mean, I'm all about. Young people trying to go through gaming's past. Yeah. Oh my god, I'm ten years older than that guy. <laughs> Anything I feel, I'm pushing thirty. I'm sorry I ignored you guys during the whole Ubisoft. Yeah. Rant. Uh, you seem to be completely uninterested in it, though. <laughs> Vicky does say Will looks very business time. This is what happens. Just don't get old, kids. Max Pan, Pan- uh, Masked Panther says Bob is cool AF. Bob is cool. Abercrombie and cool. Fitch. No, don't say that. <laughs> don't you ever say that. Uh, I, 
Vicky says she never had SNES. Neither do we. Yeah. But I did play a lot of the back catalog after we got the emulators working yeah. on the computers. Uh, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's that. We All were right. Sega Genesis people. We were. Let's move on to do Star wanna, Wars. Do you want to talk about that or do you want to talk about the Sony Nintendo thing? Like, you know, what you titled the... Oh, yeah. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> we got to talk... Well, I mean... We'll just quickly say that Nintendo... Is doing really well because of Pokemon Go. Which is surprising because they don't technically own Pokemon. Right. But they own like a very small part. Well, I mean, they own a significant part. Yeah. But, uh, and they, I feel like they had basically nothing to do with Pokemon Go. Oh, yeah. But their stocks skyrocketed and now they are worth more than Sony, which will dip after the storm settles yeah you know it's not gonna stay like that now when they say worth more than sony do they mean sony computer entertainment or do they mean sony i was also curious about that so i dug around through a bunch of different articles yeah and the consensus seems to be sony's stock value so that's all All of sony Sony. which is insane that's insane yeah nintendo hasn't been worth this much since 2009 when the wii was out wow and that was their best thing ever. Yeah. The Wii, is the Wii the highest selling, the most selling console? Or is I think that... it's like the second or third. Yeah, if cause... it's not the first, I think PlayStation 2 might have been PlayStation the first. 2 is. Okay, so the Wii is like the second. But yeah. think about how many people have a Wii. Like, they have them in old folks' Everybody's homes. got Wiis, yeah. So their stock value being worth that much, especially since they have a failure of a console out right now, the yeah. Wii U, that's amazing. And do you think that this will continue... The success will continue with the NX. Because we just talked about how Ubisoft seems to think that the NX is going to bring in more casual gamers. Just like Pokemon Go is. I don't know if it'll have, like, this level of success. I mean, this is something unseen before. Like, this is literally overnight. Right. You know, a, a billion dollars I'm not saying I'm not saying this many people are going to go out and buy a, yeah. an NX. But I think think that there's potential that they're gonna get people who don't play video games normally you know again i think that there's potential that that. that would be cool yeah Yeah. i think if they if they do it right because they know what they're doing like remember when the ipod uh touch came out yes and like you know like a lot of like kids and stuff got it because they wanted an iphone but they weren't old enough yet and they could get apps on it and stuff uh, and a lot of older people got that because they wanted them, it for music. Yeah, I think that the NX is going to cross generations like that. And you're going to have one. People are going to have it in school. They're going to go, what the hell is that? Mm-hmm. I've never seen a gaming platform before. And they're going to buy that. Okay. I think it could have that potential if it's exactly what it, I think it is in my head. Yeah. So there's potential. It's not going to be Pokemon Go levels of potential. No. But I think that Nintendo could definitely pull themselves out of this rut. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, definitely. Now, we can move on to Star Wars. Okay, last week was Star Wars Celebration Europe this time. Uh, their big annual celebration of all things Star Wars. Um, had it in Europe this year. Uh, the big thing was Rogue One. They showed a lot of Rogue One stuff. They unveiled the Jin Erso Black Series figure, which looks awesome. Um, they showed that really awesome behind-the-scenes. Yeah, that was awesome. That was incredible. Oh, my God, that movie needs to come out. Um, but they also showed the season three trailer for Star Wars Rebels. And one, I really need to start watching Rebels. Yeah, that looked insane. Yeah. 
two, they revealed like some of the new cast members, including, and this is the big one, Grand Admiral Thrawn. Now, I watched this. It, it was it it was this, just the screen, but it had the audience like yeah. mic'd up in the background, and everybody went nuts when they saw his silhouette. And he didn't even talk yet, <laughs> and it, he does not have an iconic silhouette. No. Everybody was like, "Oh my god!" And then like a like a few seconds went by, and then he spoke, and people were like, "Oh my god!" And then you saw his blue face. Yeah. And like, ah! Now, it was for people who don't know or don't really understand what's going on, Grand Grand Admiral Thrawn was um he was a villain. From an old Star Wars EU uh, series. It was called the Thrawn Trilogy. It was made up of three books by author Timothy Zahn. Uh, Hair to the Empire. Dark Force Rising. And um, The Last Command. Hair, the th- Hair to the Empire? Heir to the Empire. <laughs> Hair? Like, like he's H- a rabbit? H-E-I-R. He's a rabbit. Heir to the Empire. He's a rabbit. And um, he's one of the f- most famous and iconic uh, characters of the old Star Wars EU. And when Disney came in and wiped it clean, you know, everybody is like saying, oh, but what about, you know, Marjade or Kalkatarn or Thrawn? And now, through Rebels, they're bringing him back. And they're, you know, they're saying, you know, don't worry, this character's not, go- at least this character's not going anywhere. It kind of is because Thrawn took place after Jedi, the original Thrawn trilogy, and this takes place before New Hope mm-hmm. Rebels. So that's interesting. Makes me wonder what happens to him later on down the line. I don't like there being this many Jedi's are about at this time. Well, Thrawn's not a Jedi. I know, but they're in Rebels. There are in Rebels. Yeah. There well, there are two. Yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> well, they didn't kill because it because it, it brings it it. There's so much weight in the fact that there's only Obi Wan and Yoda. Right. There's so much weight in that. Like they're the only hopes, and they're dying. Well, off. I mean, it's understandable that they couldn't kill every Jedi. Yeah, you the know. only ones left are Obi-Wan and Yoda. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Because they're putting all of their hope in Luke. Why not yeah. get this guy who is in Rebels? He's Cause, already trained. Because, I'll, I'll, I mean, I again, I haven't seen Rebels. I haven't, you know, I don't know what's happening. Um, but I don't think they make it. <laughs> <laughs> right. I don't think they do either. Um, that would be Judging awesome. from the trailer, uh, Freddie Prince Jr.'s character lost his vision so yeah. there you go all these characters losing their vision yeah stealing it from uh uh the uh, the force, force, force unleashed, unleashed. Yeah. yeah he looks like the guy from the force unleashed yeah uh, again another thing force unleashed now that there's jedi there's more jedis still at the same time period but the whole point was like star killer was killing all those jedis yes that was the thing but he still had his his own that there was the blind guy yeah okay you know? yeah i mean People are just going to be force sensitive. It doesn't, you know, they're going to exist. You well, can't... he was a he was a, he was a Jedi. Yeah. In, in that, in this, the, all the blind people are force sensitive. Yeah. So what I think is cool about um, Thrawn is he's voiced by Lars Mikkelsen, who is the brother of Mads Mikkelsen, who's starring in Rogue One. That's pretty cool. I think that's cool. Now. Is this going to bring Heir to the Empire into canon, or is are they going to have to redo it? No, I don't think they're going to... F- I think there uh, is a new book coming out. There's a, there's a couple of new books. With Thrawn. Yes. Uh, it's written by Timothy Zahn, his creator. Oh, okay. So they'll um, probably just redo it. Yeah, I, I think it's going to take place uh, f- in the Rebels time frame, so before New Hope. 
but the fact that they're putting him in Rebels and uh, he's getting his own book, like this is not just a simple like one shot cameo thing. Like this is a big deal. He is a part of Star Wars now and forever. Right. So, I mean, hopefully this means that other beloved EU characters like Kyle Katarn, like Mara Jade, Kyle Katarn, like. Uh, Dash Rendar, maybe not Dash Rendar. But <laughs> maybe not Dash Rendar. I don't know if you saw in the Rebels trailer, they're flying in a ship that looks almost exactly like Dash Rendar's ship, the Outrider. That's awesome. The Outrider is in the special edition of Star Wars A New Hope in the background of a scene. Really? Yeah. And it, it is the Outrider. So What do you mean? What do you, what do you mean it is when, the Outrider? When George Lucas made the special editions, he put that little ship in. And he was like... And, he's, and he said, like, that's the Outrider. Wow. So it was put in after it was put Shadows in after. of the Empire. It, yeah. Okay. Interesting. So, it's a good time to be a Star Wars fan. Good. Yeah. I mean, the article I read was saying that Thrawn is possibly one of the best written villains of all time ever. I haven't read um, the Thrawn trilogy in a Neither long time. I. But I remember when, like, I, I did, I remember him being just very, like, emotionless and cold. <laughs> so, like, I don't want to say, like, Mr. Freeze, but, like, you know. Cold. You, yeah, very cold. <laughs> just to the touch. <laughs> uh, are people excited? People like my heir to the Empire joke? Yeah. Uh, uh, Robert Dixon says hi. Hey. <laughs> uh, who else is here? Oh, wait. Even Yoda was... Con- uh, this is Beauregard. Even Yoda was convenient writing since they killed off Obi-Wan. They've been adding Jedi since 1980. It's Fair true. enough. It's true. But even even then, you know, he was, like, old and dying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, like, you know that Yoda's not going to do anything to save the galaxy, yeah. you know? And then, And then all of a sudden... In the prequels, they're like, let, let them do backflips. <laughs> Nobody seems to be too excited about uh, Thrawn. Well, Gavin says, my dad gave me those books a while ago, and I have never read them. I have them, and I have, <laughs> I have the comic adaption of them. One day, I'm just going to go back to those. Do you have? Did you have another topic? No. we got to wrap this up. No, I guess this is like things. Apparently, uh, Robin is gonna look like Carrie Kelly in the Lego Batman movie, which is weird because Carrie Kelly is the girl from Dark Knight Returns. Yes, which is weird because Robin is voiced by Michael Sarah. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I I thought. Oh wait. Oh, so Robin is confirmed to be Dick Grayson, but he just looks like yeah. He's got the glasses and the the orange hair. That's very bizarre. That is very bizarre. That's not orange hair. That's like it's you know, just light hair. Well, Dick's got black hair. Right. So interesting. There's that, and I don't know if you want to talk about the Raw and SmackDown draft. Probably not. Definitely but, not. But okay. you can go through it if you want. Nah. <laughs> nah. There's not really anything, anything notable that you care about. Um, John Cena's on SmackDown, which is interesting. Why? Because that's the B show, and they're oh. putting their number one guy on the B show. Maybe they're trying to bring people into Maybe. the A show. And um, Roman Reigns is currently suspended for doing drugs. Um, and they they already picked him to be on Raw. 
and that got thunderous boos because everybody <laughs> hates Roman Reigns. Um, and they started calling up NXT people, including Finn Balor, who is incredible at what he does. Who's that? He is, I don't know if you've ever seen him. Sometimes he dresses like a demon in the ring. Sometimes he doesn't. Nope. No idea what okay. about. Guys, start asking us questions or telling us about stuff. Yeah. And we will answer you. Will. Yes, Bob. Wait, actually, I think I can bring up the... Yeah, I'll bring up the hashtag. Okay. Can you bring up... No, you don't. You bring up the hashtag. No, you know what? I'll bring up the hashtag. All right, fine. <laughs> can you somehow bring up... The comments from the last Wolf Den. I think I, I think I could just give you this and you could do it. Hold on. No, that's the wrong. This is... I hate everything. Past live streams. Here we go. Click on it. Do the thing. Comments. Here we go. I got it. I brought it up already. Okay, fine. Here, you can read it. Oh, thanks. It's over here. Okay. I'm going to bring up, once I get to the hashtag, this is hashtag WolfDenLive, spelt correctly. We take anything from the hashtag, anything from the comments of the previous week's WolfDenLive, and anything in the chat if you're here live right now. If you're listening okay. to us on uh, SoundCloud, Google Play, or iTunes, just go to the YouTube or use the hashtag WolfDenLive. Yes. And yes, Robert Dixon, I know you're Rachel's cousin. <laughs> Jonathan, mm -hmm. on the hashtag, asks Bob, did you get a haircut? I sure did, last week, because I was uh, going to a wedding. It was a very expensive haircut. Not worth it. Really? Because this was only like 15 bucks. <laughs> Mine was a lot. I, That's... So, I didn't have any time, because I was going to the wedding. Mm -hmm. And there was, my job, we moved offices, but we used to be underneath we used to be right above a hair salon. Yeah. So I was like, my lunch break, going down there, getting my hair done. Went down there, got my hair done. As they were shampooing my hair, the lady stopped. She was like, you know, like massaging the stuff out. And then she just went like here and just like did that. <laughs> and I was like, oh man, this is going to be expensive. <laughs> and it was. Because, <laughs> you know, you don't, you can't, they don't have prices yeah. out. I went to a local barber for, He's like, oh, oh, you're back finally. Stop growing your hair long, dude. It's not good for you. And he cut my hair at 15 bucks in and out. Bada bing, bada boom. Hmm. Yeah, but you don't have sea salt in your hair. I don't have sea salt in my hair. Uh, Gavin says, Will, have you read the comics The Darkness? I think that we asked that last week. Yeah. Never mind. Okay. Uh, Fred Bushy on Facebook from last week. Which Vertigo book do you prefer, Preacher you or YouTube. Sandman? Um, yeah. Which vertical book do you prefer, Preacher or Sandman? Would you like to see a Sandman animated series? And Bob, how are you today? I'm well. Thank you very much. Uh, I've never read either Preacher or Sandman. So I've I can't heard tell Preacher's you. good. I've heard Preacher's good. I've heard Sandman is good. I've heard Sandman have, is hard to get into. I have all of Sandman like ready to read. And one day I am going to read it. I, it is very like trippy and like screwy with your mind and yeah. stuff. Um but they both look interesting. I would imagine Preacher is easier to read. Um, so I would say maybe start with Preacher. Yeah, I would say so. Mm -hmm. uh... Common Boy says a video on your favorite runs would be awesome. I don't know what that means. Runs of comics. Oh, 
Okay. Uh, I mean, I usually, you know, check the recommended comics playlist. Those are some of my favorites. Uh, what's your favorite evolved Pokemon? Charizard. It's the only correct answer. Favorite evolved Pokemon? Yeah. It's the only, it's the only correct answer. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I mean, yeah, evolved, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, you know, I picked Blastoise as my star in Pokemon Go because I knew everybody was going to pick Charizard. Yeah, because it's the only correct answer. <laughs> you stop saying that. It is! <laughs> yeah. What is this? Come on, give, give me the chat. Uh, common Boy. Hey, Will, is Pokemon Go the anti-life equation is Niantic run by Darkseid? Um, no, but I wouldn't be surprised if... It was a, you know, a division of LexCorp. And they're slowly stealing your data so that they can find out who Superman really is. For those of you in the Twitch chat, I am reading the Twitch chat. It's just that there's a lot more people in the YouTube chat. If you have anything to say, I will read it. Um, Why YouTube? Because we have subscribers on YouTube yeah. and we don't really have anybody on Twitch. <laughs> Kai says, did you guys talk about Marvel now already? I arrived late. Actually, Will has a whole video on I that. I did. That he Check it out. Today. Yep. So click through to our channel. He's getting a lot of comments on that, that video. Yeah, are people pissed? I think people, you know, surprisingly agree with me. Wow. Yeah. It's amazing. On my video about uh, mobile games yeah. not being terrible, 90% people saying yeah i love mobile games nice i was not expecting that very nice but that's because it's all our subscribers after a while yeah once the search people come in mm-hmm. it'll be the people going no that's not true mobile games they're not real games now let's take like one or two more and then we okay. gotta get the hell out of here yeah uh lift rocks says preacher is more straightforward yeah. I can see that. I will say, I have read Garth Ennis's, who does Preacher, uh, his run on The Punisher. That you should read. Mm-hmm. if you, Especially if you like the way The Punisher was in Daredevil. Common Boy says, Hey, Will, is Pokemon Go the anti-life equation? I answered that already. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Robert Dixon says, When is GTA 6 coming out? Probably 2020. Yeah. Uh, f- hey, Louie, what is the next game each of you is going to get? Hyperlight Drifter comes out next week for PS4 and Xbox One and PC. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it's just PS4 and PC, I don't know. But that, I think, is going to be my next buy. But yeah. I'm also really interested in Trials of the Blood Dragon, which I've been talking about uh, forever, yeah. but I still haven't played it. I forgot what my next game is purchase is going to be. Like I, I, I remember like looking at the list of games coming out and be like, "Oh yeah, I got to get that." And then I completely don't remember. I still haven't played anything in a while, and that's why my last few videos have been about mobile games. <laughs> I'm still trying to get. I'm still playing Doom. It's very long, and it's hard. <laughs> it's very. It's like surprisingly difficult. Hmm. I am still trying to get through Uncharted. Really? I haven't. I played it once like two weeks ago mm-hmm. for like an hour. And I was like, man. All right. We got to get the hell out of here. Yeah. 
Thanks for being here, guys. Thanks for coming by. Thanks for hanging out with us Thanks and all for that. Talking. Um, real quick, I know last week I said that this Sunday I'm going to do live commentary for Battlegrounds, WWE Battlegrounds. Uh, I don't know if I am anymore because the guy I was going to do it with can't make it. So we'll Bastard. see. <laughs> we still want to do something like that, uh, maybe for SummerSlam. But um, in terms of live uh, commentary for Battlegrounds. Uh, just stay tuned to this channel. I'll put something up if it's going to happen. If not, but that is something I definitely want to do. So stay subscribed. Yes, yeah, stay if, subscribed. If you want to know whenever we go live or whenever we post a new video, if you're on mobile, you go to our page and you click the little bell or star, mm -hmm. and that will notify you every single time we go live. If you're already subscribed. And if you go to regular YouTube proper, I think there is a bell still. Yeah. It is, or there, or it's a star. It's by where the subscribe button is after you already subscribe. Yeah. And it, you'll get a notification on your phone every single time we go live. And that way you'll know if he decides to do his uh, commentary on the wrestling. You'll know every single time we do a Wolf Den Live, which is 9 o'clock every single Wednesday. You'll know every single time we come out with our own videos. Yes. Also, you can listen to us on SoundCloud iTunes and Google, and Google Play. Play. If you yeah. missed an episode, you can just listen to it on your way to work or mm -hmm. something while you're working out. Yep. Uh, that's that. Yeah. Watch our other shorter form content. After this, I will be doing the post stream on my Twitch, twitch.tv slash Bob Wolf, W L F F, where I am drawing the thumbnail every single Wednesday after YouTube. I draw the thumbnail on Twitch. And there's also the Discord chat. There's a link to that in the description of this video. Mm -hmm. Click there. Hang out with me and AJ and Jackie. And, and I finally put it people. on my phone, so maybe I'll check it out. Woo! Or not. We talk, we talk throughout the day. So if you ever yeah. want to hit me up, hit me up in the Discord or on our Twitters. Mm -hmm. So thanks for being here. Let me bring up our Twitters one more time, actually, while I, while I talk about it. do 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 and if you're listening to the podcast, it is uh, I am at Will Wolf, damn it, and he is at Bob Wolf. Yes, W U L F F. Yes, make sure you spell it W U L F F. Oh, and I'm supposed to check. Keep forgetting to do this. Uh, thank you for following. Who ain'ts and domain? I think is your name do do man I don't know. This is on Twitch. Mm. RX Candy and Duck Hand Two. Thank you for following. Oh, and Master King. Thank you for following. So see you guys later. Yep. Bye. Thanks for watching or listening.